Hey, what's going on, everybody? Jesse here from Flyers Alley. I want to talk to you guys about Anchor. It's a great podcast app. We use it for Flyers Alley. Basically, all you do is download the app, create a profile, and it's pretty self-explanatory. You record, you uh, publish it, and I believe within minutes, you're on your favorite podcast apps, such as Spotify, Google Podcasts, you know, the works. So, if you guys want to create your own podcast, the best way to go is Anchor Apps. We use it in the alley. You guys should too. That kind of a series. Face off one. It's all over. The Flyers have won the second in a row. The Flyers have won their second consecutive Stanley Cup. and drops it off for the carry on by Claude Giroux. Giroux holding, gets around in front. Playing cross ice, boxes to Hayes. Hayes to the back end, and he scores! Hayes back end, forehand! Hey, what's going on, everybody? Jesse here from Flyers Alley, along with Wade Ruska Jr. What's going on, Wade? What's going on, Jesse? Yeah, same shit. Um, this is Season 3, Episode 10. Um, we have, I feel, a lot to talk about, but let's bring in our guest. That's Liam from the uh, Red Light Hockey Podcast. Hey, how you doing? Uh, thank you guys very much for having me. Um, it's an honor to be here. I'm going to try my best to talk about the Flyers as unbiasedly as other teams as I can. But I'm happy to be here and talk about hockey because, you know, we love hockey. Right. Nah, you can rip it into them. All they right, suck. Good. I did some research this week because I knew it was coming on. You know, I wanted to, I wanted to figure out what was going on in Philadelphia. Um, A shit show. <laughs> what what yeah, I figured Pretty what fucking day right now is the Flyers have no backbone. Absolutely. They yeah. have, as a, as a military person, as, as somebody who's in the Army, they have no intestinal fortitude. <laughs> yes. Yeah. Or, as uh, to be blunt, they have no balls. All right, yeah, so far, you're 10 for 10. <laughs> you're not going to get any arguments here. Um, no. Nah. The, big, the biggest point to that that I found was the whole thing with uh, Lawton and uh, Curtis Zarr. What's that and what? The the whole incident with uh, Lawton and Lazar, how nobody stood up for him. Oh my god, that's that's like one of the first things I, I noticed right away. I forgot all about that game. <laughs> um, yeah, that was that was that was a it's a hell of a move. I mean, to uh, I th- I feel like it wouldn't have been so bad if the fo- if he didn't have the follow through to like drive him into the ice, <laughs> like a yeah. tangle an entanglement and. I, I can get it, but like head uh, head over heels, and then like the drive into the ice was just brutal. Yeah, it was brutal. Um, yeah, I, I don't even know. Like, like if it was my team, I'd want somebody up there fighting Lazar right away. I mean, if it, if it was Montreal, I bet you any money, Edmondson, Weber, Sherratt, Anderson, uh, who else fights on that team on our team? I'm a Habs fan. If you didn't know, for your listeners. Didn't even um, notice. <laughs> yeah, yeah, like I, I can name like go on names of guys who like would be up there fighting right away. Uh, Romanov, the rookie, like that kid just he's he's a bull on horns out there. He'll fight people no matter what. He's a, he's a crazy Russian. I love him. <laughs> I think the issue is, is that there isn't anybody. That that's what I'm saying. Like like in Philadelphia, like especially the Flyers for a team that's known for or supposed to be known for being like a 
a goon squad or not a goon squad, but like a a grittier team to play against. And they're basically showing up and not doing anything. Showing like, up with like, no balls. Yeah. They're like, what they're doing. They, they look like the Leafs. Oh. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. There were like, there was a there was a lot of like I've said before, I I uh, I, I troll Twitter as much as possible because all the uh you know most of the information is pretty accurate when it comes to Twitter with like the beat writers and such and you know there, there there's a lot of things that are being talked about when it comes to what the issue is and you know everybody was every other game the the the, the fingers being pointed in a different direction you know sometimes it's hard uh, the latest one is is the GM Chuck Fletcher for not pulling the trigger and getting a, a veteran D-man. And then, you know, it uh, it goes to Elaine Vigneault, the coach, when, you know, something doesn't go right. And it's just in shambles at this point. And uh, I don't I don't know if, you know, Wade, I think I sent you over the, uh, the list of uh, UFAs. UFA defensemen. <clears throat> yeah, and, like, there's really no one on that list. Like, that's going to solve our problem. Not to solve our problem. There's a couple of big bodies, but... Like Zach uh, Bogusian, he's like a thank you. He's a big body that would actually stick up, but I think he's with Toronto and they ain't gonna let him go. He's been playing okay for them. He's, he's been playing outstanding for the minutes he plays. He's the seventh defenseman. They bring him in to play against Calgary, uh, Montreal. Mm-hmm. They pull him out for the for the other teams. They have him basically there to fight people, like the gritty teams. Yeah, yeah, and like he's been doing an outstanding job at that. And that's his style of play. Um, Defenseman that I think the Flyers could target um, go for Nashville. I mean, they're they're obviously going to be re- rebuilding soon. Take some guys out of Nashville. Um, Ryan Ellis, if you want to go for a right-handed guy, I'd be okay with Ryan Ellis. I think I, I don't. Th- I think it's insane for anyone to think that we're going going to do the the Ekholm and uh, no, th- that's not going to happen. Uh, they, Boston destroyed that. <laughs> the hopes of that completely. I mean, there's so many other teams that are going after up home right now. Um, the three top contenders for that trade I've heard right now are uh, Boston, uh, Montreal. I know we're going to say that. No, but it, it's a legitimate issue right now that Montreal's been trying to get for. Um, and as well as I think the Rangers apparently want them. Oh, come on with the fucking Rangers, dude. I, <laughs> I am so tired of the Rangers right now because they, they legitimately, like, Zimbabad decided he – he remembered how to play hockey suddenly. Like he was in such a shit cane and now it's, it's, uh, I don't even want to, we have to play them again. I think at the end of this week or the middle of this week. And I don't, yeah, I think I'm so. looking forward to it. I was so, I was so, I was so happy when we were, Oh, we're going to play them. And then, you know, we just got the shit beat out of us. I got a question for you guys. I, I saw a rumor going around um, for the flyers. Apparently, they might fire AV and hire CJ, Montreal's old coach. I fucking told I dude. I just told Will and them that, and no one fucking believed me. I, I was they, reading. I was listening to RDS, which is like the French version of ESPN in Quebec. That like they talk about basically just French coaches and stuff like that. But apparently, mm-hmm. that's a rumor going around. I don't know how valuable that rumor is or how realistic it is. Would you want Claude Julien as a coach in in there or in, in uh, Philadelphia? We don't have a team for him. He likes the he likes the defensive grinded out. Look look how Buffalo is, or Buffalo. Look how Boston is. Yeah, you know they play defense top to bottom, and the Flyers don't. They yeah. like the they like the pond hockey. Av yeah. doesn't like that, but the players it's it's all on the players. I think um, Av's a, definitely a defensive style coach, even dating back when he was at the Rangers in Vancouver. I mean, he always relied on heavy defensemen, but I don't think he's a defensive style coach. I think he's more of like a transition coach. Okay, like counter rush and all that shit. Yeah, because like looking at like especially in Vancouver, when I I would watch most of him. His teams were never like very good defensive, like great defensive teams. They were good, but they weren't great. But they were always good at like getting the puck and then having good puck moving defensemen. So his mm-hmm. style relies heavily on good puck moving defenseman. So you need maybe like a Quinn Hughes type player or somebody who can move the puck very well um, from the back end, a good quarterback. Maybe even, you might call me insane here, but a Jake Gardner. 
Yeah, fuck I mean, that guy. <laughs> no, but like, hear me out. Hear me out. So he he was good in Toronto. As much as people hate him, hated him in Toronto. He was okay in Toronto. <laughs> um, I think he would like. And then he went to Carolina last year. He was okay. And then this year he's been not bad, but not he's been outplayed by all the young defensemen they have there. So didn't he? He got waived, and nobody even attempted yeah, to pick him well, up. So look at his contract, right? Like in four point five, yeah, another three years, right? Four point so, five for a defense or a mobile defenseman, I think, is a good deal. Right. I mean, but, you, you look at look at Eric Carlson out there in San Jose, eleven million dollars. Nah, let's, let's not look at him at all. Let's just not right. do that. But look, but, but look at the flat cap, right? And all that. Yeah, stuff. that's so, what's hurting everybody. So, <clears throat> hear me out. If I was Chuck Fletcher, here's what I would be doing. I'd be calling up Carolina and be like, "I'll take Gardner, but what are you going to give me with Gardner? Maybe you can get a second round pick along with him, or a third, or something. Dougie, you know, Dougie Hamilton." Uh, no, <laughs> let's be let's be realistic though. Let, he's going he's going to the market for a payday. That's what Huggy's doing. But re- he's definitely going there. Realistically though, you could you could get Gardner along with an asset, and then if it doesn't work out, it doesn't work out. Whatever, but at least like, you get you get a third round pick, so that that could be something as well. It could be something, but you look at Gardner like his defensive mobility, his de- defense overall. Isn't that much better than fucking Ghost and Sanheim right now? They're them two are on my shit list. Right. Even though Go- Ghost's been playing better than Sanheim, and Sanheim has yet to sit the fuck down. Right. They've been they've been sitting Ghost, which there's been a lot of trade rumors. You know, you want to protect that asset. And there was one today. Another one. One surfaced today that he he didn't play last night because they were uh, there was a, a trade in the process, but nothing's come out, and they play tomorrow. So I mean. You know, like like I said, if on your uh, Facebook page there, if you do want, if you want to take Victor Mete for a Ghost Spare one, one for one, I'll do that deal any day. <laughs> you, you could have Victor Mete. I want Weber, but no, no. <laughs> We've already gone down that road. Yeah, <laughs> I wanted him when you we even have... did that offer years ago, fourteen million, yada yada yada, and then Nashville grew a set of balls and matched the uh, the uh, well, the offer. I mean, like, like even like like who's gonna let Narfe walk? Like, no. Like, yeah. Yeah, they, like, I I was happy with the Aho thing that would have happened, but that never did. Yeah. But um, like yeah, it's the Flyers need some to play on that team. Um, well, I'm, I'm yeah. looking at I'm looking at the list actually. I I'm actually paying attention to it now. There there are some like. You know the definition of oh anybody that would bring like that like physicality, um, like there's players on here that like will bring physicality, but they won't they won't like contribute to the game whatsoever. Like Luke Shen. Luke Shen's a very good defensive defenseman. He but, doesn't, you know, he's, he we he kind of left the bad taste in Philadelphia's mouth because he didn't really. I, I feel like he didn't really do too much. That's His fair. brother outshined him. That's what it, it would, was. It would be, it he would didn't be Luke, like that. Luke yeah. left lefty Luke Shen round two. Yeah. My well, thing is, what, what's with Derek Pouliot? We have him, and he's, you know, he's is playing. he bad? Like I've never even, I I knew he was on the team, but it's like you know, wh- where has he been? Like I don't even understand. I think he's been with the Phantoms. I think he's been staying down there. I think he has a one-way contract, so if we do bring him up, he has to go through waivers to go up and then down. Yes, yeah. and he's at a bargain deal, seven hundred thousand. Like Jared Tenorti, he's he's physical as shit. <laughs> but I mean, that's about it. Yeah, Tenorti. I mean, there. we got we got Samuel Morin that can still play defense. I I think that ship sailed. I don't think they're gonna bring him up. They would have already done it by now. I mean, they have physical. They just, I don't know. Don't don't well, look the, at it. The fact that if you look at the week, it, <clears> it's <throat> been it's been we we won against the Rangers five to four. That was the shootout, I believe. Mm-hmm. And then we lost nine nine to nothing. <laughs> then you go. We won against the Islanders four to three, and then we just lost last night to them six to one. And then we played them again tomorrow. So like the the. I think it's. I don't think it's too late, but I think it's too. It, it may be actually too late to fix or start assessing the issue. I think 
the reason why the AV like rumors are happening is because you know they're they're looking they're they're running out of reasons, and I think he's running out of tricks. I mean, what he's always had a trick up his sleeve all season, and then now it's just like, so what now? What are you gonna do? There, a trade needs to happen. That's that's just what it is. Here's another trade rumor I've I've heard. I'm not specifically to the Flyers, but a player that might be getting moved, Taylor Radish out of Tampa Bay, because apparently he's going to want money to get moved, or not to get moved, but to next year because his contract's coming up. Would you want him? He's a bigger power forward style player. He's gritty, and he can score. Taylor Easy. Radish? Yeah. Sure. I mean, like he hasn't I played. Mean, he hasn't played much in the NHL, but. How he old is lot, he? He's tw- he's nineteen or twenty. Yeah, bring him up. He has he has <laughs> lots of he has lots of potential. He's in ta- he's in Tampa right now. He's in Tampa system. And they don't have room for him with the team that they have. So they're gonna probably move him. Here's a random name. I brought it up the other day uh, from the Dallas Stars defenseman. Uh, Cl- I'm gonna butcher his last name. Sorry, Cl- Clef and Bloom. Clefblom. Yes, I guess. <laughs> um, the, the reason player. why. You mean the other defenseman? Nah, nah, the let me uh, I'll find it again. But um, basically the reason why I'm bringing him up is he's gonna want a big payday because it's at the end of his career or not career. His contract is up at the end of the year. The Dallas Stars are already up at the the cap as it is, and they have to re-sign the other star defenseman. Um, starts with an H. Heineken something. <laughs> Heineken? <laughs> I'm just joking. <laughs> uh, but he his contract's up, but obviously he's going to need a big payday because he's one of their top coming ups. Yeah, I mean, it's just, it's, it's, it's getting to the fact that, you know, we're, we're talking, I don't think we've ever talked this long about, you know, an issue. Possibles. <laughs> yeah, like this is, this is fucking ridiculous. And they need to pull the trigger. I mean, they they needed to pull the trigger on Ekholm. They could have done that before everybody was interested, and then that that just that that's gone. But here's where I think um, the reason why Ekholm hasn't moved yet. I think a lot of it has to do mainly with how what what's National asking for him, right? Like, are, are they probably a lot? Are they asking for something insane? I think it's going to be insane because Buffalo hasn't pulled the trigger. Buffalo, god damn it. Boston hasn't pulled the trigger yet. We haven't pulled the trigger yet. Montreal well, hasn't pulled the trigger yet. Well, we were yeah. offering. I, I wasn't impressed. I it's well, we were offering. I was on board with, but like, I don't think anybody would be. And it was Ghost Gustafson in a third round draft pick. Like that doesn't wow. even. That's not even appealing. <laughs> like I wow. feel. Yeah, no. like apparently Montreal was offering something with Nick Suzuki, and they yeah. <sighs> Which is insane to me. Like I, I don't want to give up my future center first star first line centerman for that guy. For a rental, basically. Yeah. yeah. He'd be there one more year after this year if you guys even decide to protect him when the expansion draft comes. Yeah, which I yeah, to me it's insane. But I, what do I know? That's the same thing. I wouldn't want to trade, you know, from us they're gonna want, you know future stars and, and draft picks. They're probably going to want Sa- like Sandheim because he's 26. He's still younger than Ekholm. He still has years under his contract, I believe. Maybe they and want Frost. Take him. He's Go got on. a he's got a bad shoulder issue, and this is our, his second surgery within three years of dislocating it. Yeah. And he's on the smaller side. He's, he's I, I think he's smarter than Gallagher. No, he's about he's he's about the same size. Well, Gallagher has bigger balls than him. Then <laughs> yeah, he's, a kid. he's a fucking kid, dude. He's like he's such a kid. Like I, I wouldn't I wouldn't have even brought him up. Like he looks more he looks more childish than Johnny Hockey does. Yes. Watching Frost play for Team Canada at the World Juniors. I know I'm getting, kind of getting off topic here, but I have the best hockey jersey in the world behind me. What the <laughs> fuck is that? You guys just um, juniors. But yeah, I know like Frost at the World Juniors was like insane at the year he was mm-hmm. there. He was literally scoring like two goals a game. Like that that guy's Yeah. Put in the right position, I think he can do very well. If he's yeah, if he's utilized correctly. If but, <laughs> but I feel like right now the Flyers have been using him on like the third line, if I'm correct. Like, yeah, he's been yeah, he's been plugging in either the third or fourth line. I think once he got a chance at the top line. 
I believe it was his first game in the NHL where he got his first goal. Yeah. And then which, after that, they just took that away. They didn't even proceed to try that again. Right. So, like, he's one of those guys, that, like, they're he's too small to be a bottom line guy. He's mm-hmm. a skilled player. Put him where he's going to be good on the skill lines. Exactly. At least that that's what I would do. Again, I'm, it's easy to be an armchair GM, but at least that's what I think. <laughs> it's all about having the eye, too. I mean, I don't know how many times they're fucking giving Bonnerman a fucking chance. I like, chance Connor, I like Connor Bonnerman. What do you like about him? The fact that he's warming up that bench? Well, the fact that he, pl- I mean, when he plays, he's, he's, you know, he's grinding and digging the whole game. Not like Hayes that fucking just looks at the puck three, three feet away from him and doesn't do shit. Or almost like got caught. Shit. You see him? Did you see him the other night, dude? He was cross checking the shit out of Sezikis and almost got slammed with the stick. Like he's, I mean, they're just, I don't know. They're in a bad way, too, because Katorier's hurt. So, I mean, I, I like Hayes. Yeah. I, I like him, but it's just I, I expect I I want more out of him. I think every he's time I say overpaid. that he goes and does something. So. I I think he's a bit overpaid. Yeah, yeah, like by three million dollars. Yeah, <laughs> but uh, I think the Flyers felt threatened. He was pretty much the only available second line centerman that you can get, and you got to overpay him to keep him. Yeah, that's the that's the reality with centerman. It just is what it is. Um, which like in the East Division where you guys like, the Flyers are playing, I guess I'm kind of asking you guys this question. But which team do you guys look most forward to playing? The Sabers. <laughs> <laughs> the Sabers until they beat us. Right. No, <laughs> but uh, honestly, I always enjoyed us going against Pittsburgh. It's always yeah. a good. Even like, I mean, Drew finally grows a set of balls when he plays against Pittsburgh. So, I, I really enjoyed that those two rivalry games. Okay, we got them three more times. Nice. Who's this uh, Igor Zamula guy? Oh, he's down. He's down in uh, Lehigh or up in Lehigh. Zamora isn't Zamula. he the defenseman? Yeah, but they they can't see the thing. The, the problem that they're having now is they're bringing up. If they start bring, they're not going to have anybody down in Lehigh. The fans aren't playing though right now. Not not now, but most some of them are on COVID protocol. Mm. So it's just it's just a shit show. I mean, the guys that are on the taxi squad are saved because they're on the taxi squad. But like the guys that would, if we did the one guy that we could use, if they would just unleash him, is Sam Moore, and then for some reason they would just. They played him for two games, but you could tell that somebody from up top told him to not do what he's. It's probably Fletcher. Yeah, he probably he probably doesn't like that style of hockey. That's probably what it is. Well, he can go fuck himself because that's how we're gonna win. We're not gonna win, but and the guys that have skill on the team aren't aren't, aren't performing. So yeah, JVR is scoring more than everybody else. Like where where the fuck did that come from? I mean, JVR was a great goal scorer once upon a time. Yeah, when when he wants to play for his fucking contract almost every other year. Last last year he might as well have just bought a Seattle Kraken jersey. I mean, <laughs> he's he was on his way. Now it's Ghost. So it's it's. I think it it was you guys that asked me what what the deal was with Ghost if he's actually good or not, and he's when just he not to be. He's just not good enough. And a lot of people are saying that they want him to be on the wing. Like I don't I don't think that they're ever gonna do that. That's a you know who, who are they gonna? Who are they gonna switch out? I I love Ghost. Like I, I take Ghost in the Habs. I I think he'd be good there. Because I you I guys like, would kill him the way that he does not play defense a lot. I think the fans would just like Philadelphia would just get on him. But the thing is, in Montreal, like we we're in dire need of a offensive defenseman right now to play with our because we have a lot of like stay at home defensemen. Like we have Weber, who's a stay at home guy. We have Sherrod. Yes. We have Edmondson. We have Romanov, who's kind of a mix of both, but more stay at home. Mm-hmm. And then we have, like Kulak; he's fast, but he's more of a stay at home guy as well. Like the only true offensive defenseman we have is Petrie, and he's more of a def- defensive offensive defenseman too. Mm-hmm. So that's why I think I'd like to have Ghost on our team. But take him. <laughs> I'll drive him to airport. Like I said, Victor Mete for Ghost. 
You can take our problem. You can take our problem. I mean, you know what? We might as well take them. We just do shit like that all the time. So just just get people just to have them. Because yeah, like Victor Mete, he's the most. I don't even understand what he is. He's like, he was supposed to be a puck moving defenseman, but he's terrible at passing the puck. As <laughs> <laughs> a giant flaw as any defenseman. We'll take but, them. Hey, but hey, we can't even get it out of our own zone. So he just be. One the, of the other flyers. The Philadelphia anyway. curse would be, dude. You know he's bad. He's bad there. Watch him come to Austin, be the fucking next captain. <laughs> like <laughs> I've never seen a guy fan the puck so many times in the game. Oof. Like last game, we won against Vancouver in a shootout, but he, I counted it. He fanned the puck fifteen times. Hmm. Damn. Like I don't, I don't understand how it's possible. And the Sounds like a stud. Too, Let's pull the trigger. <laughs> That's exactly what we need. Like the only thing he has going for him is that he can skate. Yeah, that's pretty much how the the league is. If he could skate and have decent speed going in in any of the the zones, Anaheim pretty much have a spot. Yeah. <clears throat> well, if you, if you look at him, and he's only five foot nine, so send him to Anaheim. Yeah. <laughs> Seems like the place where everyone goes to die nowadays. I mean, uh, well, Detroit. That's that's like the peewees right now. I can't. Even, they're like the, they're the absolute worst. Um, they, start, they started off real hot. Yeah, yeah. They played two good games. They had they have Dylan Larkin, and he'll never quit because he lives in De- it's his hometown. Like that's well, yeah. every the the one article said that everybody on Detroit's available. Oh, really? Hmm. So I guess if the offer is right for he, Larkin, he's the only one that that scores against the Flyers when we played him. Like he was the only one that was ever scoring. So I mean, and they were giving us a run for the, for our money, which is always the fucking case. It's horrible. I Unless think it was the nineties. <laughs> I think the Flyers, like, honestly need need a culture change of some sorts. Like, if we're talking like the issues right now in Philadelphia, I think it's a culture a culture change needs to happen. Well, we are doing a culture change. We're we are known to be the gritty, the cheap shots, whatever, you know, the douchebags of the NHL. Yeah, Scumb- go I think that. it's scu- I think scumbags was the term that was used. Yeah, scumbags, scumbags, whatever. But go back go back go back to that. Go back we to- should. Yeah, we should do that. It was easy. I mean, it was if you think about it, the guys that do that shit, you're not going to have to pay a lot of money for them. I mean, yeah. Yeah, let's, well, why not? Power forwards, you know? Like uh who who you know what? Here's somebody who's available right now that I think would actually be good for Philadelphia. I'm not gonna like this. Ryan gets <laughs> Ryan gets love. I'm not, and I don't like it. <laughs> would Anaheim give him up? They want. They apparently, apparently, he wants out. Of course, he wants out, but I don't know if Anaheim would give up on him. I think he has, he's well, gonna end his career there. He has a year left. Ah, uh, like Petrangelo would have been good. Petrangelo like, would have been good. That was the other answer we could have got. Right, but Getzlav could come in there. He, he fights. He scores goals. He doesn't even really need to fight. Just his but, veteranship alone would, I think, over-dictate fucking Drew's no, bullshit. No, we need him to fight. We, we need him to fight. Okay, But he does, but he does fight, like, you know? Yeah. And I'm, I'm guessing Anaheim would probably give him up for relatively cheap. Like, you'd probably trade him, get him for, like, a third or a pair of thirds or something like that mm-hmm. because of his he age. Do. He you, wanted you know? to do that. But the other problem is, is what about what's his contract hit look like? Well, it's, if it's a deadline deal, it'll be because it's uh, cap hits are calculated court- daily this year, mm-hmm. and he has one year left. I believe his cap hits are only going to come in at the deadline at like one point something million. That probably would squeeze underneath our just because of how the cap hits are calculated this year. Yeah. So it, it might work for you guys. Trying to look it up. It's possible. And correct me if I'm wrong, Jesse. I don't know if you're pulling it up on Cat Friendly or something. I'm trying to do something. <laughs> but yeah, no, I, I don't know. I, I just think the Flyers need something, somebody gritty. Uh, we definitely, I think we need grit on more than just one line. I but think th- the problem is that they're just not sticking up for each other. That's the f- yeah. All right, let's see. He's his, what's his contract? Caps it. Eight. Eight million two hundred and five uh, two hundred fifty thousand. Right, that's his contract annual I, for I the full year. Yeah. yeah, he's a big boy. I didn't realize how big he was. Yeah, mm-hmm. that's what I mean. Like he's he's a big farm guy, and like in the summer, instead of working out like normal players, he goes to work on his farm. 
Saskatchewan. That's what do you do when you have all those millions of dollars? <laughs> you go help the parents fill the farm. <laughs> yeah, invest into a farm. Would not be doing that. <laughs> well, he he grew up in Saskatchewan, which is farm country in Canada. For yeah. the people that don't know, like, yeah, what, what you need is like a big Western boy, and yeah, I I would take. I, I mean, I would take him. I thought you didn't like the idea. <laughs> Fine. I mean, if he's big, he's big enough and he fights as such, I don't know much about Ryan Getzlav, but I, I, I mean, if if we're gonna do that, let's just trade our entire team and get Ryan Reeves. Well, everybody hates everybody hates Ryan Reeves. But the the difference is, like Getzlav can actually score goals. Right, he doesn't score at all. Reeves yeah. is just a meathead. No offense. <laughs> hey, it is what it is. Like he's just a he's just a goon, right? Like whereas Getzlav, he's a power forward. You, you need a power forward who can do it all. Yeah, I can't. I actually can't wait to talk to Chad. We're having Chad on next week. Okay. And uh, I can't wait to talk to him. I started listening. I was just talking to him the other day, and uh, I started listening to uh, "Dropping the Gloves" with John Scott. Yeah. And he was just like scorching fucking Curtis Gabriel, and then he had him on his show, and it, it was just that is probably my favorite podcast right now because it's he's just such a. He's such a goon, like as you would say, a meathead. Like he's he's just he doesn't even care. He's so politically incorrect. Like he's just he's, it's like a free for all podcast. But um, I can't wait to talk to him about that. That's another guy that I I wouldn't get either. Yeah, uh, Curtis Gabriel. He's 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 a piece of shit. Yeah, but. I mean, I don't know, there's... <laughs> but like Ch- Chad and I also have different opinions about hockey. He he likes the skilled game. But like he likes the new style. <laughs> yeah, I'm like learning to like it, but like it's hard to let go of the past when it, when the team is what it used to be like. You know, growing up just watching them like bench clear brawl against Ottawa, the Ottawa Senators, and just you know, yeah. it's it's impossible to let go of that. And that's what I like. That's one thing I'm happy with Montreal right now. We do have a lot of players who play that skilled style game, but we also have those gritty people who go chipper in corners. We got Brendan Gallagher. Oh, that can do both. <laughs> I love Gallagher. I love him. Everybody loves Gallagher. I exactly. love them so much with a broken I didn't, jaw. I didn't, know so, I, I didn't say. I didn't know somebody <laughs> could like bitch that much on the bench with a broken jaw. <laughs> How does that happen? I don't. Must have been it's, his adrenaline. I don't know. It's just Gallagher. Yeah, oh, that guy's awesome. He's the heart of that team. I think once Weber's gone, he's gonna be the next captain. And you really, you really do. So, so Montreal does do that with their captains. They don't, you know, they let them usually retire with the team. Yeah. Except for uh, Pacioretty. Let's change that this year. Except, <laughs> except, except for Pacioretty. Pacioretty was the exception. Yeah. He wanted Pacioretty. to go to Vegas. No, he didn't want to go there. It was more like nah. the fans didn't like him anymore. Because he refused to learn how to speak French, but that's a whole different story. <laughs> what the yeah, it's, fuck? no, that's a I that was a rumor that a lot of Montreal fans, if you don't like to speak, well, you like Weber, French. He's, he's been trying to speak French, like he's been going to French classes and stuff. At least he's trying. That shows yeah. more of a heart than, or more of an effort than, like you said, Pacioretty was like <laughs> his thing was like, ah, oh, I'm American, I don't need to speak French. I know, no offense, you guys are American, but yeah, I don't care. That's, that was that was his thing. No, it's a it's a. Typical American thing. <laughs> Whereas, like, but like for Montreal, right? Like, it's it's a big in the culture for Quebec to speak the language of the region. So, that yeah. But I think the that trade overall yeah. turned out okay. They uh, I think the um, I think I read it was it the black the Penguins and the Blackhawks are dealing with Marcus Pedersen. That's happening because Seabrook, I uh, Seabrook, his cap space. Made it available with him uh, retiring. Yeah, I didn't, I didn't think he was going to retire. Who else, who else is available? Interesting names. Joe, who is it? Was that Jonas Johansson from the Sabers? He's they're taking a deal apparently. Well, Johansson's gone to Colorado. Yeah. yeah, yeah, that's what it was. Yeah, like uh, well, the Sabers. There's like sixteen players asked for a trade. <laughs> so, anybody in Buffalo you guys want? Up. <laughs> uh, I want Ritzo. I want I want the uh six foot four Ritzo. I can't pronounce his last name. I just the R- first oh, four letters. Oh, Ritzolainen? Ritzolainen, yeah. 
He's soft though. Like, is he? Is he yeah. really? Because he fucking he, kinda, <laughs> he fucking buried fucking Voracek the other night behind the net. Like, he yeah, he plays real gritty game against us. Oh really? Yeah, like, like most real. Things I watch against Buffalo. He just kind of floats around there. Doesn't really do much. He's definitely I mean, a fuck that guy guy. You're in Buffalo, so do you really want to like get a career-ending in- injury in Buffalo? Ah, good point. I, I, I mean, there's I they have that. talent. They just can't pull the shit together. Yeah, there's, I don't understand Buffalo. It's like, yeah, I, that team's a dumpster fire. I don't think Jack anybody Edwards, understands. But... Yeah. Jack Edwards said it best. But you know what? That's probably what happens when you hire a soccer coach to be your coach. Yeah, that's insane. I didn't know that till all you guys. Said yeah, that. that's outrageous. <laughs> you like it. setting that guy up for failure, like. But I did, and there, everyone that everyone that has uh, what was that? I was listening to another show the other day, and the guy had someone on. Uh it was it was that, that John Scott one, and there his guy had ties in Buffalo, and they said that that Jack Oichel, the whole Jack Oichel thing about leaving, that's all bullshit. He he doesn't want to leave. And it's just the media saying he doesn't want to leave. I don't know how true it is, but I mean, you know, I, I, I can't really see him anywhere else. It's just trying to see him in another jersey is just weird. If, picture, picture him in a Bruins jersey. God fucking Ain't no. gonna happen. God, Ain't God, gonna no. happen. I don't know. If Boston, would, I don't know Boston would have one. to, because Buffalo would want so much from it. I don't yeah. see Boston blowing the team up just for a guy that may be good. I keep saying maybe good because he looks good for a hot cup of coffee and then shits the bed for the rest of the season. Well, I mean, he's, he's good. I mean, he just he's great. He just he plays in Buffalo, right? Or Buffalo. Barf- yeah, Buffalo. You've, you've been there, Wade. You know. <laughs> yeah, fuck that place. It's a nice city on mm. the Canadian on the Canadian side. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's good. It's good looking on the outside, but once you're inside, I've heard that way too much, actually. But, but I feel bad though. Like that, that city does. Like uh, I don't know. I feel like they did. They always watch the playoffs so religiously, and like I want that city to do well, but like they suck. Yeah. <laughs> Starting from the top at the GM. That's nah, all about well, uh, Matthew Barnaby had everything to do with that. Don't blame the GM. He's new. They've had they've hired a new GM every year for the last like six years. Jeez. If you're a GM, would you hire a soccer coach to run your hockey team? That wasn't this GM. That was the last GM. I would have fired him. <laughs> I've been gone. I'm gonna start. I'm cleaning out the house. Hey, keep track. <laughs> yeah, like, like this guy, not that guy. Since 2000, and I think 14, they've literally hired a new GM every season. Mm. New season. New it GM. sounds like what's about to happen to us. Uh, th- I mean, Philly's asking for Chuck Fletcher's head, dude. Like he and actually, to be honest, you know, it, it, at the end of the day, it's the players. Uh, the players have to perform and such. The f- but like he didn't, he did not pull the trigger on any any kind of trade whatsoever. And now it's like, who? I still say, who are we gonna get? I mean, I think realistically, I think the season is over. Because the, the 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 problems are so deep that it's I mean we're about to face the the Islanders tomorrow night and again Katoria's hurt so what are you gonna do there he's, he's gonna start shuffling the lines and it's it's gonna be horrible that's just that's what's gonna happen it's gonna be rough the Flyers fan base reminds me a lot of Montreal's fan base in in what way the passion. And the insanity. Well, the insanity is totally there. <laughs> like, for the fact of, like, how the team's doing great, you're winning the cup. The team's doing bad, fire everybody. Oh, everybody. <laughs> that's, been, that, that's been going on since game, like, six. Right. They lost one game, and it was fire sale just... <laughs> Right, when they, we were like, sitting at top of the fucking division. As a Habs fan, I'm used to seeing that, right? Like, like we we went on our 10-game winning streak. We're, we're flying in the cup parade. And then next thing you know, oh, we lost two games in a row. Fire the GM. Fire the coach. Fire everybody. And then six games later, after losing a bunch in overtime, we uh, fire the coach. <laughs> yeah, right. <laughs> but um, yeah, the Flyers fan base does remind me a lot of Montreal. Um, I think 
the big thing in Philadelphia, like I said, like I've said before, is a culture. I think you need to go back to your gritty culture. Um, go back to what worked. I'm almost yeah. on board for firing AV. Because here's what I think it is. AV is a player's coach. He's a little bit friendlier. Terry Ang, he's kind of an asshole. Kind of. Who's it? Who's it? <laughs> Terry Ang. Terry. Terry. Assistant. Oh. oh uh, yeah. Promote him to head coach or interim head coach. Let him smoke cigarettes and yell at people from the bench. I think he might, you know, inspire the team to play a bit better. Because otherwise, if they don't play good, they'll be bag skate to the ground. Because he reminds me almost of a, a Daryl Sutter type coach. Daryl Sutter. Mm. I don't much. think I was even alive. Hey, he's coaching Calgary. Yeah, oh, he's back in Calgary. <laughs> yeah, I forgot he was even alive, though. He, he looked—he looks like an old goat on that bench. <laughs> But uh, I don't. I don't think. I, I don't think they're gonna. I don't want them to, to fire AV because he he has a lot of tenure and such. But he. I, I don't know. Anything's possible in this city. A- anything. So. I wouldn't I mean, put them past them. Because the GM's not gonna get fired midseason. This that's not gonna happen. No, no, definitely not. But and the GM's gonna want to do something to save his job. And if he thinks firing the coach is gonna do it. Well, that's what's going to happen. It's just how it is. Well, to save his job, I mean, he could pull the trigger on some deal, some trades to be like, hey, look, I'm listening to, to the fans and watching the shit show that you guys are putting out there on the ice. He can make a trade, but... Whoever's listening to the fans needs to get fired. Yeah. <laughs> Straight up. So but you, you know what I mean? Like, like the media, not so much the right. fans. But, you know, like, it's clear as day that something needs to change. But like, who, who do you ch- who do you change? Like, do you, do you trade Giroux? I was actually gonna I you was can't. actually gonna ask you guys you both that that was gonna be a question I was gonna ask if you had not not I'm not saying build like an all star team, but what what is that? What's the answer? Like, what do you think for who who for who? What what is the answer? But what's the trade that you make to fix the Flyers right now? Like is it Ekholm, Ekholm and, and Arvidsson? Because that's what the deal is apparently right now. It's both of them. No, it's it's so much more than just you, one one or two players. Here's what I do. So you already have Goss's parents, Sandheim, who are puck moving to riverboat gambling style defensemen. Mm-hmm. But who do they who do they play with? Nobody's really Braun. The fuck out of here, <laughs> Braun. But you need you basically need like a a decent stay at home defenseman. I think Myers could do it. He could, yes, Myers but, could do it definitely. But he but, won't. So go get somebody else. Maybe go it, get Tyler Myers. I think that'd be nice. I mean, Vancouver wants to trade him. I don't want. I didn't to, even I know that. I didn't. I didn't yeah, think he was list. gonna. He's on the list. It just that nobody want nobody talks about Canada right now for trade rumors because of the COVID rules. Because any player coming into Canada, oh, that's, that's just, they have to quarantine for fourteen days, right? So yeah, they're probably going to want a prospect or a pick or something like that that can benefit them later because they're not making the playoffs as is. I mean, the Flyers are right now currently sitting three points behind Buffalo or not Boston. Why do I keep saying Buffalo? I don't know. Not Buffalo. <laughs> Buffalo's a lot. Just retarded. <laughs> just retarded. Don't worry. He's not Tyson Barry. He's just signed a contract extension in yeah. Edmonton. Oh, he's uh, yeah, he's he's not going anywhere. They love him in Edmonton. I wouldn't take Braden Col- Coburn back either. What uh, Ottawa? Yeah, Ottawa's trying to get rid of him. Who, who the fuck isn't? Ottawa's I, trying to get Ottawa's trying to get rid of him for a seventh round pick or something. They just want to get rid of him. <laughs> So give, give, us, give us a seventh <laughs> or a conditional. I don't know. We'll see. We'll see what happens. We got. What do we got? Uh, yeah, we got the Islanders tomorrow night, and then we got New Jersey, and that's another thing. New Jersey's starting to get their shit together. That's fucking great. Nah. Yeah, and then now yeah. they are. They do. They are. Deny it all you want. <laughs> What about what about uh, Carter Hart? What, what do you think his issues are? I've I've hung my hat. Like, I don't think I don't think he's ready, and I don't think they have anybody else, and that's the exactly why he's where he is right now. 
No, nah, this... he's ready. It's just there's the team itself is not picking up their fucking defensive slack. How the fuck are you going to have four guys behind the fucking net leaving Carter Hart open defenseless? Quadruple man coverage. <laughs> Come on. It's fucking retarded. Yeah, but I mean, it's what, what are you going to. Is, is my, my statement's not, not valid? Like, who else could they bring up? They can't bring up. They can't bring Lion up. They can't bring up Ustamenko. They can't bring up Sandstrom. None of them are ready. They're stuck. They're stuck with Carter Horton and, and Elliot. It's a good and, stuck. We okay, needed but, we needed an elite an elite top goaltender for fucking years, and we have one. We just have shitty fucking defense all around him. Well, the thing is, Mason. oh god, <laughs> you just wanted to use that on him, oh, didn't man. you? <laughs> that felt, yeah. I, I, I felt that's a awesome. Weird. Oh, weird on that one, but um, yeah. I mean, you can't. How can you? How can you categorize him as an elite? He's been in the league two years. You know, uh, you can say that it was a fluke. Uh, and I'm not saying that he won't be great one day, but like you know, the 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 Flyers are known for bringing up rookie goalies and young goalies to save them in like desperate situations, and it worked last year. I don't know if it's. I don't think it's. I think it's. A, it may be a fluke right now. I just don't think he's the guy. When when Elliot is is taking the reins and he's owning the game right now, and you're young, the franchise goalie isn't doing it. Maybe you should send him down to, to maybe save his confidence a little bit because you know he's getting the brakes beat off him. One way contract, you can't do that. Well, I'm just saying. I don't think he's the guy. That's what I'm saying. Here, here, here's what I think right now. The Flyers remind me of Montreal in 2007. With Halak? <laughs> With Halak and Price. Everybody hey. was saying trade Price, Halak's the guy, Halak's the guy, Halak's the guy, trade Price. Price isn't the, isn't the man that we thought he was. He wasted a fifth, fifth overall pick. Yada, 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 yada. That's just outlandish. Right, but because Halak had a crazy playoff. Well, Halak and Price were split in the net at the time. Yeah. <clears throat> Everybody just want to halak who's older. Stop. So that that's like the fly, like the way the Flyers are playing right now and everything. It literally reminds me of like 2006, 2007 Montreal. Which you guys beat us in the playoffs with halak in that. Yeah. Had to say <laughs> that, didn't you? Yeah. Pull that well, in I, I wasn't going for that. I was just going for like the whole like the goalie situation, like the yeah. Exactly. I met him. Thing, right. So. <laughs> Like, I think Elliot is your Halak. It's just not nearly as good as Halak was that year. Yeah. But I think that's what the issue is. And then, because Hart has said multiple times also, his his role model growing up is Carey Price. Right. Yep. So well, I, I, I mean, think... do you, is that what you do, though? Do you, is it just an easy, should you just switch them and make Elliot the, the starter and, and Hart the backup? No, just split the games, literally, 50-50. 1A, 1B. One we'll see. All right. Obviously, so obviously, I don't yeah. obviously I don't expect you to have watched any of the of the Flyers games being a Habs fan, but you kind of can't do that this year because I mean Wade, you'd be lying if you said that he's not letting in the defense is an issue. That's one hundred percent correct. But the franchise goalie should not be letting in goals that you know happen in junior phantoms like you know it's 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 right in front of the net he, he's just he, something's wrong with him everybody's saying something's wrong with him because he's letting in way too many soft goals right. so is Elliot. also like, Elliot's doing the same thing with them I, stupid fucking shots from the boards i so i'm a goalie like uh, i hockey ramp i'm a goalie mm-hmm. the hardest oh. the hardest Pucks to save are the soft shots. Oh. Because they're the hardest to get your timing on. Because you're so used to like going for the hard shots, right? And then your time, okay, it's going to be fast, boom, easy, boom, easy, you know? But when it's soft, it's a muffin, you're like, huh? Oh, shit. Yeah. Your time overslide it. Yeah, you overslide it. Or you stretch yeah. too far out for a kick and it drops down below your legs. Yeah. I'm not like, trying to make excuses like for the guy, but that could be it as well, right? Like if you're. From the little bit of highlights I've seen, it seems like he's letting in a lot of muffins. So, mm-hmm. 
as a younger goalie, he'll have to work with his goaltending coach on fixing that issue. Um, I don't see him being around very much longer. So it might also be it might be an issue as well as your goaltending coach because Philadelphia. No offense to the Flyers, but as an organization, you've been very, 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 very bad on goalies, and you've been known for that. Um, the only goalies uh, that's that bad at goaltending. No, the only goalies <laughs> that seem to have done well in Philadelphia are veteran goalies who come in not in already set exactly, exactly. right. Um, or just an elite level of goalie that tells the goalie coach what he wants to do. <laughs> right. And M- M- Montreal has, has the same problem. Like I, I legit have gone through this my entire life. And now we finally, not, like now at the end of Price's career, hired a guy <laughs> who's actually a decent goalie coach. <laughs> who's nicknamed the Goalie Whisperer. But <laughs> That's a hell of a name. That's uh... no, Sean, it's Sean Burke. They just hired uh, Sean Burke as the goalie coach. Ah, oh, okay. Which... Yeah, his nickname is the Goalie Whisperer after all the success he's had is developing goalies. Like, look at, well, look at how good Brzezgalov played in, uh, in Arizona. Arizona, and yeah. Yeah. Mike Smith. But anyway, that's, <laughs> but like, I think the big issue in, in Philadelphia is your goaltending coach. That could be. Like, that's one of, one of many issues that you guys yes. have right now. <laughs> No, not yeah, to like there's a lot of your coaching staff, but no, nah, there's a lot of issues. Like that's why that's when, when when people people ask you, know, oh, what do you guys think it is? I'm like, you know, I mean, how much time do you have? There's so, there's so much going on because it's like a domino effect. It's right. just, it's it's rough. It's like easy to point fingers and like, okay, one thing, one thing, one thing, one thing, right? But so if I was to go build a team, I would first of all fire your goalie coach because. He has Clearly not done a good job over the yeah. many years. But, like, who do you hire that's available? Because all the great goalie coaches right now are taken. The Islanders have theirs. The I'm sure you could find one that's an up-and-coming that's down in yeah. the junior leagues or even, well, it's Philadelphia. We never buy anything from Russia. So we're looking at a, a Russian coach well, from over there. I, I would want we don't, we don't normally do. But. Well, especially, like, like – <laughs> For for goaltending coaches, you want like a North American, a North American guy, because the game's different. Like the ice size and everything, it's a big, it's a different style of goaltending, right? Mm-hmm. As I'm playing on international ice, you want to be out of the net more because it's bigger ice. Whereas in North American ice, you want to be in your net more. Yes, I'm just saying hypothetically. Yeah. Well, you might have to do that. That's that's what you know. That might be the only decision to make. So. But like, what I would do is maybe go. To the Canadian Hockey League, see which team t- provide creates good goalies year after year after year. Maybe hire that guy. <laughs> yeah, right. Because you wanna you wanna work on your development. Because you're not gonna fix the problem for now and the future if you can't fix your development in your pipeline, right? Exactly. Yeah, you got to start somewhere. And then after that, I would add some greedy forwards to play on the wings or like to play cop my ear wingers. They're kind of easy to find. Just go to any fucking local bar up in Canada. I'm sure you could pick up a couple guys to stick up for each other. Curtis was like, the reason why I said fucking Canada is because you ain't gonna find an American that's gonna be able to ice skate right off the bat. Um, maybe maybe a guy from Boston or something. Maybe, but they probably Bruins Fardo, and they're like, ah, ma. Yeah. Get my khakis. Go get, go get, uh, I need Simmons back. That's for sure. I mean, that's all that is. You yeah, can, he's he not coming, coming back. back. He's not going. You can take him. Get him out of. Get him out of Canada. Yeah, oh, man. <laughs> Do them a favor. He's a Habs fan. He's playing for Toronto. <laughs> exactly. Get him out of here. <laughs> <laughs> um. What was I? Yeah. So let me uh throw the the promo in there quick, and then I want to actually ask you about Red Light Hockey Podcast. Um, Flyers Alley sponsored by Bodycheck Wellness. Go to bodycheckwellness.com. Use promo code Flyers Alley to get your hemp derived CBD oils and functional mushroom blends. Liam is on the Red Light Hockey Podcast. I want you to explain to our audience exactly what it is that you guys do because it's interesting because you, you, you're a Habs fan and Chad's a San Jose fan. So kind of explain that a little bit what you guys deal is yeah uh, we're just like a hockey podcast we try to cover hockey around the world and 
run NHL mainly, but we, we talk about a bit of everything. Um, like yeah, Chad, he works for the San Jose Sharks uh, organization. He, he works for the Barracuda, to be specific. Um, myself, I'm in the military, but we're just, yeah, we, we get up on Zoom. We do our podcast. We talk about stuff around the league. We try to be as unbiased as we can. Uh, that's why I, I have Chad to keep me in check because when I go on my rants about Montreal. Um, and then Chad, I keep him in check to try to not talk, talk too much about San Jose. But it's it a lot of that. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> um, but yeah, no, we, we try to talk about every team. Um, and if your team isn't mentioned enough, let us know. We'll try to talk about it as much as we can. Um, you can find us on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Breaker, Anchor, and every other major podcast platform. Um, and we're slowly expanding over to the YouTube side of things eventually. <laughs> but yeah, that's pretty much it. Um, and you can also find us on Twitter, Instagram, Facebook, LinkedIn, and yeah. And yeah, we're, right now we don't, our main sponsor isn't really a sponsor, but it's a dog rescue that we're trying to raise money and awareness for because it's been a hard time for uh, COVID, but I'm not going to push that on your show. So yeah. Oh, yeah, right, go ahead. Think, you can yeah, go, ahead. go for it. All yeah, right, yeah. It. It's, um, yeah, they're, they're Hulls. They're called Hull's Haven Border Collie Rescue. They're a Border Collie Rescue in Manitoba, but they rescue all dogs. Um, with COVID, they weren't able to do any fundraisers as they do every year. So we're trying to help them, you know, raise money for them. Uh, all the money does go to the, to the dogs. So for dog food and vet, vet bills, um, they rescue on average 10 dogs a month, which is really high, especially because there's a lot of, like, they call them res dogs up here. And the, the native reserves have a lot of like, stray dogs and stuff. So they they rescue on average ten dogs a month. They all the money just go to the dogs, and to donate to them, you can PayPal or e-transfer if you have any Canadian listeners. Um, admin at hallshaven.org. Again, that's admin at hallshaven.org. We're all dog lovers here, so I mean, yeah, that's an absolute that's an absolute good thing yeah. going on. Yeah, no, it's, oh. yeah, that's where that's where I got my dog from, and they're, and they're real good people. Like I, and like I said, all the money goes to the dogs. So that's awesome. Um, are you guys, you guys are talking about doing a YouTube thing. You doing live shows, you think? Uh, not yet. More of the YouTube things. Like, uh, we were doing like NHL 21, like the video game. Okay. We, uh, we created like an expansion team, like to simulate the Kraken. And then we did like a year of, a as a GM of the team together to see how we would do. Um, we made it to the second round of the playoffs and got eliminated. And that was kind of what we did on YouTube. Mm, nice. Nothing, nothing too. It was just kind of. To kill the time in the off season, of course. That's yeah. a good idea, actually. Who was your first uh, pick in the expansion draft? Because uh, it was Anaheim. Our first pick was Gooley, Brendan Gooley. Because mm. it goes by a uh, team alphabetical order. Yes. So yeah, we got Brendan Gooley from Anaheim, and then went to Arizona. We got Aiden Hill. I'm, I'm not sure of him. Yeah, I don't know who that is. He's their third goalie right now in real life because they have the three-headed monster and goalies in, in Arizona okay. right now. He's yeah, he, he's playing out of his mind this year. In the game, he's rated, right. I think, an eighty-two. But yeah, okay, yeah. that's a good, good for idea. a third goalie. You know, yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah we're uh, okay. Go ahead. You good? Oh, I'm good. I'm done. Ah, all right. <laughs> yeah, we're um. We're we're gonna eventually go to the live show thing. The the, the program we're using right now, Streamyard, is is, I mean it's, it's 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 so easy to use and it hits it, it pings every social media, so I mean it's ex- exactly what we're, we're gonna be doing. So I mean, so I think it doesn't hit. Um, I think actually Twitter's out of it because uh, the Periscope is gone or something. So now Twitter doesn't have a platform to actually run it off of, and Instagram doesn't do it, and that's what I usually went off of. But now we're we did the whole. Greater Philadelphia Sports Network thing, and there's a million. You know, I just sent you a friend from request earlier. That I, I feel so bad, like sending so fucking many of them. But like <laughs> the guy that makes it, there's a like page. I don't even know what the hell that thing is for. But um, there's a lot. Of, there's a wrestling podcast on there now, and we have a four for four uh, Philly sports on there now that had their first episode today, and uh, Flyers Alley. So I mean, if you guys. I would recommend using StreamYard if you guys end up going down that road. But, you know, YouTube, I'm afraid of YouTube. I just, well, I, I don't know. What we do is we use Zoom. 
Right. We record everything on Zoom. Like I pay, I pay twenty two dollars a month for Zoom because mm. they like what it does. It'll improve your audio quality automatically. But that's why I use Zoom. But um, and then from that we just take we download the recordings and I edit it and I put it up to wherever. Okay. But StreamYard's probably better because it's free. It's not. Free. It is free, but we 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 there's two there's three levels. There's a three the free one. The $25 one we're using right now, but once we start going li- uh, live, we're going to be doing the, the $35 one a month. But okay. the, just the things that come with it is like 1080 resolution and, you know, green screen backgrounds and all, all this other stuff. You can have like unlimited guests on and okay. it's, uh, it's, it's, you just, can add banners and shit like that for yeah. like promotion codes yeah. or like for you guys for your, your rescue. And all that you could have all the information just like scroll down at the bottom of your screen. But that's just literally little... what that's literally what sold me. <laughs> that was yeah. that was it. That was it. <clears throat> but yeah, I mean if you uh if you, you don't have anything else, um, you know, I'm gonna wrap it up. It's been about yeah. an hour almost. Yeah. No, uh, I got nothing really else other than that uh I think the flyers need to get some grit. <laughs> need to get some balls. <laughs> and again, I'm sorry. Sorry to your uh, to your listeners for bringing up Montreal so much. I didn't mean to. Ah, no, it's it's great. Your, your show. Uh, don't bring up don't bring up your favorite team at all. Talk about the Flyers. Man, yeah. <laughs> now we we normally just start rumbling, ranting about basically anything that pops up. Even what's half the time it's not even hockey related, and we just keep talking about it. So yeah, that's fair. That's fair. Actually. I have one more last thing to ask you guys because yeah, I'm assuming you're both in Philadelphia area. Yeah, yeah. Why is it that every Philadelphia sports team always seems to burn out players so quickly? <laughs> fan base. It's definitely but, the fan base. We're just pretty much like a a must win, like almost every season. It feels like it's like, even I, dated back from like before the Eagles even won their Super Bowl. It's like we get so close year after year, and then when we do make it into the, the Super Bowl or a championship, we fucking either choke or just get blown the fuck out. I mean, it's even it's even to the point where, like, I mean, some people forget that there's other sports teams in Philadelphia because, I mean, you know, the Phillies haven't done anything since they won the World Series, really. Uh, the Sixers haven't. The, the span between the Sixers when they had Allen Iverson for when he left to now, I forgot they were even around. <laughs> the last thing I remember from the Sixers, just this just from playing, playing NBA 2K a little bit, was that whole analytics era they went through in like the 2014s. Yeah, that was. <laughs> I stick stupid. to hockey. I stick to that's hockey. That's just stupid. Yeah, <laughs> I don't. And that's the you know when I was younger, I, I used to be able like I, I tell everybody all the time. I used to be able, I could still name the entire roster of the 1993 Phillies roster. I could do that now. But that was the last time that I watched. I watched the Phillies. Yeah, just, um, there's no point. I mean, I don't. It's so boring now. And basketball is just. I, I watch college basketball, but I mean, I would. Yeah. I wouldn't. I don't watch the Sixers. But yeah, no. I, I can. I can relate to the whole. I don't know the whole needing to win every year thing because Montreal has that too. Especially mm-hmm. the, every year, it's like, well, we have 24 cups in our history. Let's make 25. Yeah, we right. need a 25th. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. It's never enough. <laughs> No, like like a lot of people look at it like we're like the Yankees know, of hockey, pretty much. Like, <laughs> and as 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 Philadelphia, like we look at it like we don't have many championships. We have many close, like the Flyers, like they've been in the Stanley Cup. The Flyers are the Cubs of hockey. Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe we should hire Sammy Sosa. I don't know. <laughs> yeah, I mean, it's just it, it, we have gotten close so many times, and I mean, yeah. The, the uh, I think Chad asked me last time how I felt about you know when we lost to uh, the uh, the it was a, the Blackhawks. <clears throat> that was yeah. the last team that was ready. Yeah, and you know, even though we made it to the second round, you know. We beat somebody. I forget who we beat in the first round. We've gotten that far with Come on. with that's when we were Habs. shuffling goaltending. You know, right? It was the Habs. The Habs that year were in the in the conference final. Oh, I know. <laughs> <laughs> was that? I remember anyway. that year. I was very very sad. 
Yeah, we got um, the we got the brakes beat off us by the Islanders. You, um, yeah, but, like I, I don't know. I think it's just what, yeah. I, I feel what, bad for Philadelphia. What is your <laughs> yeah? What is your absolute feel? Like, yeah, we'll we'll wrap it up after this. What is your absolute feel and feeling about Philadelphia? You've had me on the show. You've been on our show. What is your your take back from Philadelphia now? Did it has has your opinion changed since you've talked to us, or is it is it still yeah. the same? It has changed. Oh, that. God so, damn it. <laughs> <laughs> we fucked. We suck again. <laughs> it's changed for the better. Um, before I met you guys, like, I just assumed every Flyers fan was a complete scumbag asshole and beat the shit out of every game for no reason at all. Because that's just what Canadian media portrays you guys as. It's, of course. Is, yeah. But you guys are just all belligerent drunkards that are going to fight everybody. <laughs> I'm glad we're I so mean, loved. I mean, so, our, our football fans are pretty much like, well, they used to be like that back at the old vet. So that, that's <laughs> like, I, I just assumed like Jesse was going to come on our show and be like, fuck you, Flyers are the best team in the world. Fuck oh, you. He started cursing <laughs> on me. Um, but now that I've actually spoke to you guys and everything, I, I feel like you guys are a lot more comparable to like a, a Canadian fan base that's not Toronto. <laughs> Nobody likes Toronto. Yeah, I think you guys are most comparable to like Montreal as far as your fan base, like your passion and everything. From what I've what I've seen, um, you guys are basically an English speaking Montreal. Yeah, I could see that. I'll take as far it. as hockey goes, just it. like like your fans were bashing Price earlier in this the year when he no, wasn't they, playing at his they best. They still are. Like, like we won last night in the shootout five uh, four. And they're like, oh, they should have pulled Price. Like, three of the goals he let in, he was screened, and they were tipped. You can't stop them. Like, they were tipped <laughs> twice. The, the puck was literally tipped twice. Like, they did tick, tick, oh. Look, he's supposed to see through <laughs> bodies, man. That's, that's He's supposed to have x-ray vision and do that. And the, well, yeah, exactly. the, you know, I think you are right. I think I think yeah, I think uh, Montreal and Philly are pretty close when it comes to yeah, that. And like, like yeah, like I was like, I, I'm in this Montreal fans group, and like all these people are posting trade price or, uh, or yeah, or, yeah, or I saw it, that. Call it Primo, and like, no, Primo's not ready. Leave him the minors. Yeah, let him develop. The kid's 18 <laughs> years old. Mm. Well, I'm glad that we we've put a a, a, a positive impression, you know. I'm so scared to go to Flyers game. You'll get some shit yelled at you, but you're not going to get beat up. That's fucking bullshit. Don't even. The only guy that I've ever seen getting beat up in a playoff game or fan wise was a guy talking shit in a Crosby jersey. You don't do that. Actually, the the only time I actually was legitimately scared to get beat up was was in an Ottawa Senators game. Ugh. Because there was a drunk fan who was just legit mad at me. He's like, fuck you. Your fucking team sucks. <laughs> Meanwhile, Montreal just beat Ottawa like 6 nothing. Sounds pretty accurate. Meanwhile, Ottawa has been the basement fucking of hockey for the past six years. No, they, they were good in 2017. <laughs> eh. Were they? Yeah, they made it to the conference final. Yeah, I don't, the, I'm not going to acknowledge that. And then that summer, they blew up their entire team by treating everybody. That, that, sounds, that sounds accurate. <laughs> because the owner is like, I don't want to spend money. Trade everybody. Yeah, it's stupid. I don't know why. It needs to be going that. around. Yeah. Um, with uh, with that being said, we're going to wrap it up. Liam, again, thank you for coming on. Hopefully, yes, we, um, we're going to have Chad on, I believe, this Sunday coming up. Um, hopefully, we can continue the relationship. You know, whatever happens, you know, have everybody on. Keep going in circles, I guess, maybe. But um, yeah. thanks again for coming on. And uh, we're going to wrap it up. Nice meeting you. Nice meeting you. Thanks for having me again. Appreciate it. All right, Liam. We'll be in touch.